Welcome to RetireCoast.com's podcast. The topic for this podcast is going to be the best retirement relocation budget tool. What we mean by this is that you will eventually want to retire or relocate or possibly both. And we've created a tool along with an explanation of how that tool is used and why you should use it in this podcast. Now, this podcast is related to the actual blog article that we've written on the same topic, the best retirement relocation budget tool, which can be found at retirecoast.com. If you go to the blog article, you'll find some references to other articles that we've written that are closely tied to relocation and retirement. The concept of budgeting for retirement isn't novel, but for most people, they wait till they're nearly at retirement to start thinking about what they're going to do with themselves, how they can support themselves in retirement. Now, that doesn't mean to say that you haven't created a 401k plan or some other method to put money away for retirement. Perhaps you have a defined benefit plan or some other retirement mechanism, an IRA or trust funds or something else. It's all about actually taking all this knowledge that you have and all this planning that you've done early on and putting it down in writing someplace. So we've created a tool for you to be able to enter all of this information into, starting with your expenses all of the expenses that you expect to have in retirement. One caution here is that most of those expenses are probably still going to be around. Many people think that when they retire, they're going to be able to reduce a lot of their expenses. Some people can, others cannot. Obviously, if you're spending money on fuel, driving back and forth to work, tires on your car, depreciation on the car, that will go away if you're not going someplace on a daily basis as you have been for probably years. On the other hand, you may be doing some traveling and going longer distances, so you have to factor all of this in. My caution simply is going through that budget will allow you to think about all of the different expenses that you may have, not just where you're located now, But if you're thinking about selling your house and moving to another location, perhaps selling that four-bedroom house and moving to a two-bedroom house, for example, then you can put in, in one column, the amount of expenses that you currently have, if you choose to do that so you can see the difference, and then use the next column for that new house. You can use the other two columns, if you want, for other locations, for example, or other alternatives. And then you can name each one of those and you can compare up to four different living situations. Currently where you're at, possibly where you're going to move to, maybe another one or two places you could move to. Maybe you want to move in with your children, for example. Those are all options. But you have to have all of your expenses in there. There are so many expenses that we just take for granted we don't budget for. A good example would be birthday presents or Christmas presents. That's not a reoccurring bill, such as a water bill every month, and some people probably forget to enter that. We want you to enter 
everything that you spend money on. And even if you don't know about a certain thing, you can put it into one of the other categories. The object is be conservative rather than liberal on this. And we're not talking about politics here. The living expenses are pretty well laid out in the spreadsheet, which you are welcome to download. We suggest that you download it to your own computer or put it on your own Google Drive. That way it's yours to use. If you use it online, it will just go away when you close out that browser. So just download it. It's safe. There's no embedded code in there anywhere. And you can use that at your leisure on your own computer. The investment income side would be actually, or retirement income, all the income that you have, you can put in on the other side of the spreadsheet. And it's important that you don't leave anything out over there. We've also calculated for taxable items such as taxable pensions. If you live in a state where there is tax on your pensions or even on your Social Security, there's a place to put those taxes. That's another way that you can calculate whether one location is better than another in terms of the taxability because the all four locations are listed under the income side as they are in the expense side. Then you can go down to the summary of all of your expenses and you can see if that line that says net after expenses is positive you'll be congratulations to you if it is if it's not positive you've got some work to do i would strongly suggest that you take a look at the sheet and then spend time gathering all of the information that you possibly can to fill it in so there really aren't any blanks Obviously, if you don't have a boat, there's going to be a blank there. But on the income side, it's important that you put everything in there that you expect to get, which would be an estimate on your return on investment for, let's say, rental property, or you have stocks, you have bonds, you have mutual funds. If those the items are paying off on a monthly basis, you can put that in there too. This sheet was not designed for you to be able to look at your net worth because the net worth doesn't pay the bills by itself unless you draw funds from there. If you intend to draw funds from your savings account on a regular basis, let's say $200 a month, then you can put that in there. But just because you have the funds doesn't mean that you have the income. When we're talking about income, we're talking about what comes in every month to match the outgo every month. So if you are not earning enough, and that comes out negative, but you've got, for example, $500,000 in savings, then plan on reducing that savings every month by the amount you need in order to cover all of your expenses. And that's perfectly fine. It's your decision to do that. It's just that you need to understand that if you start taking the actual principal from those investments, they will run out over time. You'll have to do that calculation separately. When you finish with all of this, you'll know where you stand now and where you'll stand in the future. All you have to do then is go back and make adjustments for two years down the road, five years down the road, 10 years down the road, 
factor for inflation. Now, keeping in mind that income typically doesn't keep up with inflation, Social Security will give you an annual increase if there's inflation, but by the time they give it to you, it's already in arrears, which means that it's behind, it never catches up. And this last one that they provided, which was nearly 6%, isn't enough to match the current 8.5% at the time that this was created. So it's important that you factor in the need to save as much as you can during the time that you still have to work and bring in other income and also factor that you don't want to spend more than you're bringing in on a monthly basis unless you're taking it from a source that will last you through your projected lifespan which might be 10 years 20 years 30 years down the road all of those things you're going to have to factor in but we hope that you enjoy the process of going through it is an interesting process I know that I went through it and my first shot at it showed a negative response I guess I wasn't surprised because I was just throwing numbers in so what I decided to do was go back and get a lot more accurate about the expense numbers rather than just estimate what the water bill was going to be so I put in all of my information at my existing location I decided that I was going to move for retirement so I created the second line I knew the area I had all the information I finally stuck it all in there after we purchased the property and then I received the information I needed about the utilities and the taxes and those kinds of things and put all of that in there and I came very close to balancing out I just had to make a couple of adjustments and I'll give you a hint on one of them I had a car payment but I knew that I could pay that car off with cash if I wanted to but because the interest rate was under 2% I decided to keep it there which meant that I was going to run a shortage each month for the next three years after I had started my retirement budget for example I understood that so I moved those funds from savings over to compensate as I mentioned earlier that took care of that and of course it's been that time already that payment has dropped off completely and I don't need to move those funds out any longer now we have created a few other expenses which I have continued to adjust on my spreadsheet so I can make sure that I'm in balance it also tells me how much money I have left over for just having fun such as going over to the casino for for a while having a meal out that type of thing even though I had budgeted for some of that I have to keep looking at it to make sure it's on track and it has been also the income changed I am earning some income that I didn't expect when I first retired I put that in there and of course that shows an overage I'm not trying to spend that overage so I put that money into savings and all of that shows on the spreadsheet so for those of you that are considering retirement early I would say start now if you're not going to retire for another 10 or 20 years it's still time to start now there are so many people out there that have not put enough money away to cover their costs in retirement 
I would also suggest that you talk to people who are retired, ask them how their spending is going compared to when they were working full time and they had that W-2 income coming in. That way you'll understand a little bit more about what things are going to look like, for example, in 20 years. Let me give you one more example of people who are hoping that Social Security may cover all of their costs. Well, it probably will not. The maximum that you can earn in Social Security if you retire at 66, 67 is somewhere in the neighborhood of $2,700 per month. I know people that are paying $2,200 to $2,500 a month to rent. By the time they retire in 20 years, that may be up to $4,000 a month. Social Security will not keep up with the rent increases. By the time that they retire in 20 years, they won't be earning enough from Social Security to even pay the rent. That's a pretty scary thought, but it's scarier later on than it is today. So if you have enough time to work out something, which means increase your income, reduce your expenses, you may find that you also cannot retire where you currently live. Many people, for example, where I came from in Southern California, cannot retire in Southern California. It's a fact. They can't afford to continue making those mortgage payments in retirement or the heavy tax burden for all kinds of taxes, including their real estate taxes. That's one reason why I put the relocation budget in there because there are a lot of places that are far less expensive to live than Southern California or the Northwest or many other places in the country. I moved to the Mississippi Gulf Coast where the average costs here are about 35 to 40% less than living in California. That is significant. I just completed a revision of a blog article about jackpots, going to the casinos and enjoying yourself. I can tell you that people that live here on the Gulf Coast that have moved here from other high-cost areas have more money to spend, which means they can go out and enjoy themselves in retirement. So those are choices you need to seriously consider. That's why if you're listening to this now or you read our podcast, don't wait until the last minute to start planning for your retirement. And when you create this spreadsheet, and it has all your budget information into it, revisit it every six months to a year before retirement. Of course, if your retirement is soon, you need to revisit it more often. But as your income changes, as your expenses changes, and your projected expenses change, go in and make those changes as necessary. Well, thank you very much for listening to our podcast. You can go into our blog articles. There are many articles about retirement. A lot of them in there may help you with this budgeting process. So go to retirecoast.com and enjoy yourself. Read some good articles in there. There are a lot of them about finance and there's some fun articles too. As I mentioned, read the one about jackpots as well. My name is Bill Anderson. I've been your host. I hope you come back to other podcasts for retirecoast.com. Thank you.